Tito, Jeff Fidoff. Hope you are doing well. Got a lot to get to today, but I want to talk about baseball. I don't talk much about baseball. Um, loved the sport growing up as a kid, but I don't follow as close like I used to. But uh, first, I'll tell you, we are presented by BetUS.com. Bet with a three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for a 125% bonus using promo code DSP125 or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200. And bet sports, casino, horses, uh, pop culture, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid at BetUS.com. Um, all right, so Major League Baseball. And again, I don't talk much about this, but I did love it growing up. I was an avid sports card collector, uh, reader of the sports page on every morning with my big bowl of cereal and following the, the teams and the players uh, religiously. Anyway, this is a special season in baseball. Let me tell you why. As the postseason playoff picture starts to take shape, a lot of the usual suspects are involved. You know, the big market teams, the Dodgers with a payroll of $265 million, uh, Mets at $262, Yankees at $252 million. They're all leading their divisions. And then we still have the Tampa Bay Rays, who are under $91 million in a team payroll. They'd be in the postseason today if the season ended. That's nothing new. The Rays have routinely outperformed teams that have much deeper pockets. They've just, that's the way they've been. But another team is doing something even more incredible than the Rays, and that's the Cleveland Guardians. Um, at the time of this recording, they're in first place in the AL Central, and they are 27th in payroll in the league with just over $66 million. Now, the credit for that can be spread out among many different areas of the organization. Uh, certainly, the scouting department uh, has done an incredible job. The, uh, the management, um, upper-level management, has gotten more out of the players than the salaries the players are paid. Slugger Jose Ramirez took less money to remain with this team, which can't be discounted. No pun intended. But the person who I think deserves the most credit is Terry Francona, the manager. Simply put, he's the best manager in baseball, in my opinion. This is his 10th year with Cleveland. His winning percentage with them is 554. He did take them to the World Series, but he lost to the Cubs. I think it was back in 16. Um, but this is a team that's never among the tops in league payroll. Now, he did win a pair of World Series in Boston. His winning percentage over eight seasons there was only slightly higher. 574, but like I say, also with the two titles. So my point is, he's doing almost as much in Cleveland during the regular season with a lot less to work with. The Guardians are the youngest team in the majors by far, and it takes a special kind of magic to keep a team this green, this diverse in the hunt this when we get to mid-August. It's amazing. Francona's job is much, much more than just game management, which he does very well. He has to manage a lot of different personalities, get them to play consistent, winning baseball. I love hearing him break down aspects of the game. He's always a pro with the press. If you ever get a chance, go look at his post-game press conferences. And he's never like vindictive or petty with the press. He's never snippy with them. And he always gives very honest answers. And, um, you know, I don't normally root for Cleveland. I'm a, I'm a Reds fan. I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan. So I don't normally root for the Cleveland Guardians or the Indians of Pride, whatever they, you know, to call them. Uh, but this year, I would love to see them get a title, love to see them compete. It's a great story. So although yet Yankees, Mets, Dodgers, Astros, Braves, all these teams are still going to be talked about and competing. Um, you know, uh, the Red Sox not this year, but the, the Phillies maybe. But anyway, the fact you've got the Guardians who are 27th, look at the teams that are around them in payroll. 
Diamondbacks, A's. You know, teams like that are the ones that are where the Guardians are as far as spending goes. Yet somehow, uh, Cleveland and Terry Francona have a, the the Guardians in first place in the AL Central as we sit here in the the last third of August. So, another couple of things that are special about this baseball season, and Jacob Degrom, what he's doing, and Degrom, I know, look, he's got a career full of injuries, no doubt about it. This year. Since coming back, he's got four starts under his belt this season, 23 and a third innings pitched. In those 23 and a third innings pitched, 37 strikeouts and just one walk. His whip, walks plus hits over innings pitched, is just 514. It was just 554, 0.554 in 2021 when he went 7 and 2 with a uh, 1.08 ERA, Gibson esque, 146 strikeouts and just 11 walks. In his career, he has a Rookie of the Year, two Cy Young Awards. He had a 1.70 ERA in 2018 and 217 innings pitched. His last three seasons, all abbreviated, no doubt. Injuries, yes, a big part of the story of Jacob DeGrom. But his last three seasons, he's only pitched 31 games. 183 innings, almost six innings to start. In that time, he is 13-5, and 1.72 ERA, and a whip of .699. That is nothing short of phenomenal. Now, after this season, he can opt out and uh, then renegotiate a new deal or go sign somewhere else. I personally think he will stay in New York. Um, but the Mets need to do whatever it takes to keep Jacob DeGrom. I only wish the guy was healthier. He's one of the guys we'll debate about when it comes to his time for the Hall of Fame because he's never going to have the numbers when it's all said and done as far as, like, you know, games played, uh, the, the wins, the number, the total number of strikeouts. None of that stuff will be in his favor. And – I think the Major League Baseball is going to start softening a little bit on looking at things like that. It used to be you really had to have longevity. And if you're an injury-prone guy, they didn't they held that against you a lot stronger than they do, I think, now. I think Jacob DeGrom's dominance. If he can pitch for another three or four years at this level, I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I felt that way about other guys, too. Like, um, there's guys who had their careers cut short by injury. Uh, guys like uh, Thurman Munson, who was who was actually tragically killed in the plane accident um, when he was still playing for the Yankees. I think that's somebody who should be in the Hall of Fame also. But guys who are injured and have overcome these injuries, I think need to get more consideration um, because it's it does not discount the fact that Jacob Grom is the most dominant pitcher in baseball right now. Might not be out there all the time, but he is the most dominant pitcher in baseball. Also, Let's switch over to the other New York team. Look, a Yankees-Mets uh, World Series wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to see. As much as I tell you, I'm rooting for Cleveland. If you get a Yankees-Mets, um, Yankees-Dodgers World Series, something like that, I'll be, I'll still watch that. I'll be all in on that. Aaron Judge has is on is doing something also phenomenal. Look, in the offseason, the Yankees gave him a seven-year offer worth $30.5 million per season. And Aaron Judge turned it down and said, you know what, um, I'm going to bet on myself. And it's paying off for him. This year, he's got 46 home runs, 102 RBI, and he's hitting uh, 293. He's on pace to be right around Roger Maris's number of 61. And look, as far as I'm concerned, Roger Maris is still the single-season home run king with his 61 back in 1961. Don't come at me with Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, um, and these other guys that all did it while they were juiced up. Roger Maris is still the home run king for a single season. So if Aaron Judge beats it, I will totally recognize that. As of right now, I'm just, I mean, look, I still consider Aaron, I still consider Roger Maris to be the single season home run king. I still consider Hank Aaron to be the all-time home run king. So um, 
anyway, it's uh, uh, it's fun to watch this. So what's going on in New York with the Yankees, with the Mets, and again, still follow the Cleveland Guardians and see what they're doing as well. But uh, that's it for today's Jeff That Off Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, we'll get lots more to get to. Um, but uh, again, for the first time in a while, I'm following baseball more closely than I usually do. I got another episode coming up. We'll talk about college football, what they're doing with the conferences. But uh, follow me on Twitter, at It Happens. Thanks so much.